Yo, man. Yo, hello. Yo, uh, yeah, he is just making a cup of tea. Uh, I'm, go- I'm gonna hit him up, but as I mentioned earlier, he's on a large amount of like Alzheimer's medication today, so I don't know how long it will take him to make a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep you guessing it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, no, he's. Cattle- oh, his, his memory will be excellent. It's not medication that gives you Alzheimer's. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you don't have it, it does. Opposing the government and opposing the Conservatives, I'm afraid it's the hard left who want... Social media, freaks, lowlifes, terrorist podcasts, these sick, wacky, radical left freaks, these self-loathing, self-hating kooks, that these are sick, mentally ill, self-loathing muck. He deserves bullet in the head. He's a piece of shit. Who cares about his point of view? They f- him in the ass. Hamas, muck. What the f- is going on here? What the f- is going on here? Uh, it doesn't. What? I say the N word. I'm white, and I say the N word, and I only say it because I love the N word. So. Me as a white person, I'm saying the N-word. I say N-word this, N-word that. Yeah, hello. And... <laughs> Welcome to Real Politic. What's the deal with Real Politic? Um, what's... Uh, have you ever been at the grocery store and they're asking you for uh, two melons and you say... You're asking me for two melons, but this is your store. Why would I have the melons? And then, um... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm back and I'm recording. I'm just talking about relatable... I'm making relatable observations. We're making, like, relatable observation jokes. Like, what's the deal, like, when you go on an airline and give you peanuts and there's not enough peanuts? Like, what am I supposed to eat? Just this tiny amount of peanuts? Come and on, they, and, and they say, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I'm, but I'm the air hostess, and no, but you're the air hostess, <laughs> and I'm the passenger. And you see what I'm doing here? This is not relatable observational comedy. This is surrealism. This is a different type of humour. But yeah, yeah Jerry observational Stein... comedy is like when you go to your girlfriend's parents' house and they say. What? Well, she's only 17 years old and you're a 40 year old comedian. And you're like, yeah, but I'm rich. <laughs> they observe that you are a middle aged man dating a teenager. <laughs> it's like that's a major collision of comedy and observation. Yeah, I'm going to be straight with you folks. This is a very poorly organised episode. I just wanted to do something before Christmas. <laughs> Had multiple... I called up, like, everyone in, like, the RP extended family and... Who do you have a answer to you? Like, oh, yeah, I basically could get, like, the regular hosts of a podcast plus FFF. And, that, and that's <laughs> fine. That's, like, that's more than enough people. FFF is obviously lived many lives and has many souls. I do. I've lived a long life. <laughs> I'm like the second oldest person on this planet. Yeah, Jack is still a baby. Jack is still in his 20s until like his 30 in March or April. July. We've got a couple more months. Thank you very much. Oh, you little kid. <laughs> you are like a little baby. 
yeah, so Jerry Seinfeld is in Israel. You know what I think is funny about this is it's just like self-inflicted reputational damage because Seinfeld <laughs> is, is not a political comedian. No. He's just, no. like I say, he talks about when he goes to the grocery store and they say, and he asks for a melon and they say, why don't you give me the melon? You actually work here. Are we all real? Do we all exist? That's exactly the kind of thing that Jerry Seinfeld talks about. And no, he doesn't. He talks about like awkward social situations mm-hmm. and stuff to that effect. Yeah, because he... Jerry Seinfeld only got rich because Larry David made an amazing sitcom that happened to have Jerry Seinfeld in. <laughs> and his, his name, that would be a, probably a big key to his success. But he doesn't talk about politics. He's not a controversial comedian. He doesn't use the F word in his shows. He's, he's one uh, of the few comedians on that sort of level of fame where his politics could theoretically have been anywhere on the spectrum and it wouldn't boost or impede the popularity of his work. Yeah, and you know, he has in recent years developed a bit of a weird kind of fixation on cancel culture. Like a oh, lot e- of like every, every comedian yeah. of his generation has to be fair, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. A lot of bitter middle-aged men who are really rich and successful and have great well, yeah, lives. Yeah, well, he got into it really <laughs> early because of a Michael Richards thing, where Michael Richards went on that incredibly hilarious tirade at a comedy store. And then Jerry yeah, didn't you ghostwrite that like... for him? I mean, I'm not a fan of ghostwriters in comedy, but I thought that uh, I had to give the craft props there. Well, I think it's like, Michael Richards is so funny, and Jerry Seinfeld had to go on like Jay Leno, and they put the clip on, and everyone was laughing at it, and he was like, stop it, it's not funny. It's like, it, it is actually pretty funny. <laughs> but that's not like what a edgelord, politically incorrect stand-up comedian like Jim Davidson or FFF would do, is it? They would say, no, it is funny, let's all laugh. You don't have to agree with what he's saying, although I personally do, but we can all agree that it's very funny, this clip of Michael Richards. It was a clip of Michael Richards <laughs> apologising to it. That's one way he said, stop it, it's not funny. And it oh, was okay. really funny to see Kramer apologising for using the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, mean, I think it's absolutely wild that we're sort of approaching a horizon where Michael Richards might end up not being the most cancelled person in the Seinfeld cast. <laughs> So, despite very rarely nailing his flag to any political mast beyond, like, can't say anything these days, Jerry Seinfeld has decided that rather than just, like, quietly be a Zionist, like a lot of celebrities have been for decades, and just do IDF fundraisers at your cushy pad and shit like that, he's decided to actually, like, go out to Israel and help the IDF war criminals out there with morale. (laughs) (laughs) What's the deal with when you're killing a Palestinian and they just won't die? And you have, what's the deal with you see an unarmed civilian and they're waving a white flag? and you shoot him, you think it's just a Palestinian civilian. Oh, of course I can kill him. But then they turn out to be Israeli. What's the deal with that? And they're Whoops. like... Yeah. That's uh, the worst sound impression I've ever heard. I'll be honest, like, it's more of a Woody Allen impression. It just sounded like it, Bob Dylan. It was, no, no, it didn't. It was, like, you've heard it was my Bob Dylan impression. Place. My Bob Dylan would be... 
You know when you're in the IDF and you go and you 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 you're out there on the fields of in the fields of Babylon. You're you're fighting you're right. fighting with. Uh, these, you better stop uh, that now before you lay like Bob Dylan flying out there into existence. <laughs> He's the neighborhood bully. Second, the, the his enemies say. And he's on the land. Well, so that, anyway, we've established that's completely different to my impression of Woody Allen. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> that I was doing there. Uh, yeah, okay, I admit, it was basically a Woody Allen impression, but included the words, what's the deal, several times. I'm I am not so more. glad the idea is on this call, because like all video impressions are more anti-Semitic than anything <laughs> <I can say. laughs> Well, you're the impressionist. Is... with me taking all the arrows for you, and protecting you from the anti-semitism charges yeah can you just do a little speech now about how i'm an ally of the <laughs> much Jewish like community? israel surrounded by its hostile neighbors <laughs> we're hosting jack a... is the number one friend of israel okay guys <laughs> it's, it, we're, good. we're good we're hosting a fundraiser at my house we're doing it on christmas day just 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 spit in the face of christians <laughs> like those extreme israelis that you told me about yeah 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 <laughs> We're doing a big fundraiser at the crib. We're gonna. I'm gonna be just. I don't know many Zionist songs, so I'm basically just gonna be playing "Neighborhood Bully" uh, over and over again <laughs> for about three hours. Yeah, I'll see if playing Feliz Navidad. Yeah, I, I'll I see. I'll see if I can. What's her name? Just play like, the Bengals. top of the Israeli pop charts right now. It's like all oh, like flatten the village. The barbarians. Yeah, what was that one I read out on the Lila episode where the lyrics were all just like "We will exterminate them"? What was that thing like? Glory manifested in blood or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing creepy or fascist. At Strength all. Oh. exhibited through fear or something. <laughs> 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 it's good stuff. Yeah, number one on the Israeli pop charts, which, as I understand it, means like a thousand people streamed it. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got any more Seinfeld talk, actually, or do we want to. I, I just uh, think when you photograph grinning with Douglas Murray it's over for you as a relevant any relevant satirical value in anything you ever do that is bleak shit isn't it him and it Douglas really is. Murray it really is you know well, liberal Zionism folks what's the deal with the West letting too many Muslims in <laughs> it's just he, he can't reconcile them you know? <laughs> yeah has he met up with any of the other comedy luminaries who are out there in Israel at the moment by the way well, more I, of that later I, I think broadly that current group of celebrities out there has Lee Kern in it, so he presumably <laughs> met Lee Kern, because Lee Kern was getting photographed with Deborah Messin and all that. It's allowed Lee Kern to meet famous people number two, three, four. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's some, finally he's got some met people like in his contacts book that aren't just Sasha Baron Cohen. Now. Yeah, he's finally met another famous person. Like, when he was nominated for the Oscar, they were like, oh, sorry, we, we don't have a space at the ceremony. We can only invite 17 of the film's writers. There's <laughs> yeah. not enough chairs <laughs> yeah, Just at the below table. the ranking cutoff, yeah. Tippy Hot Levy, the fascist British ambassador... Um, Israeli ambassador in Britain. <laughs> Which way round do you say it? Is that it? The Israeli yeah, yeah, that, that ambassador is to Britain. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. She is hanging with Seinfeld now. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry Seinfeld, for coming to Israel to show solidarity and for supporting the hostages' families. Hashtag bring them back home now for ones that we haven't fucking. On the bright back side, on, on, on the bright side, the we can we can buy extension in further. Jerry Seinfeld condemns Keir Starmer's marriage. 
<laughs> Hang on. <laughs> how? The oh yeah, the oh, ambassador does. It's, it's such a hard liner that she doesn't recognise marriages where Jewish people marry outside. Uh, oh, I got you. I thought you'd done a photo community. op with Jenny Chapman or something. So, <laughs> Kia Starmer having a Jewish wife shouldn't be recognised. Of um, you know, a very diminutive wife, I should say. Might as yes. well talk about shall, this Should we say it the next bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah Obviously, yeah. there's no way we get this out before Christmas, but like, <laughs> vaguely, vaguely <laughs> festive themed chat. Um, ho, ho, ho. Keir Starmer has sent out his Christmas card to friends and allies and all this. Politicians all do it. It's always crazy. Like Everyone remembers the Tony Blair and Cherie Blair one where... Legendary. Blair had the gritted teeth and the hateful death stare towards the camera while also dressed in festive clothes and then his wife's grinning happily and all that. Yeah, and there was the uh, Corbyn one where The Guardian did a whole article about how evil it was and it was just like a bicycle in the snow. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was that his Chairman Mao style bicycle. Mm. Well, there was a headline, I think it was in the Telegraph, it was 2015 when like Michael Duggar and that mm-hmm. were shit scared that they were going to be sacked, despite really doing everything they could to provoke Corbyn into sacking them. There was this article in the Telegraph which was like, Jeremy Corbyn, quote, ruins Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you know the Corbyn's Maoist bicycle journalist is now like the... A, pedofi- a convicted paedophile, you worse, say. They're, they're in prison that. for paedophilia. Worse than that, she's, she's the head of the environment desk at The Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I said there didn't count as slander because I didn't know who the person was. I think that's how... Does, that, does it work like that? It works like that, and also the truth is worse. And I phrased it as a question. <laughs> Any, so Yeah, like... Michael Duggar like got into a lifelong feud with Matt's Hub cousins, and if you get into a feud with Matt's Hub cousins, you're not gonna win. Because that guy actually yeah. knows his stuff and is a fantastic shit poster. Yes, yeah. yeah, he's both a skilled political operator and has posters brain. Normally, you can be one or the other, but it's a rare skill set to have both. Yeah. So speaking of posting things, what did Labour members get right. in the mail? So, so, so they got they, they got Keir Starmer's Christmas card and it's a nice photo of him and his wife walking down the street with like Merry Christmas or Happy Christmas or something on it and you think, okay, that's a bit egotistical but nothing wrong with that but people had a look at it and like, this looks a bit photoshopped and they found the original photo it was from and they have altered it to make Keir Starmer look taller and his wife looks shorter. Um, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're the same height and she had heels on, or if she's flat out taller than him. But in this card, he's taller than her. Well, I, someone posted a picture of Starmer standing next to his wife, and he did look taller than her in that picture. But I don't know. It seems a bit fucking insecure. Whether or not he made the call himself, it seems like a, an insecurity about him, at least, on the part of those close to him. That they couldn't just say, oh, well, in this picture he looks shorter, and that's fine, because he's not. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's changed from where the photo was taken. People aren't gonna look at it and be like, "Ah, he looks shorter than his wife. He can never lead the country." Well, we might because we're just deeply embedded and we'll use anything we can get our hands on against. It's like you could be a short king. Like look at uh, Michael D. Higgins. In yeah, look Ireland. at Oz Katterji. He's a great journalist. He's, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great West assistant wants... director <laughs> on the Marvel franchise. James... 
<laughs> James Bloodworth once DM'd me, insisting he was six foot two. It's like, come on, a left right of passage to have really insecure DMs unsolicited from James Bloodworth. Yeah, so 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 uh, <laughs> this is what they used to do with like Humphrey Bogart in the forties. He was quite a short guy, so they'd like stick his love interest in a fucking trench to like have. A, <laughs> you know, it's a good job women didn't like, fight in World War One, or they'd have been getting like PTSD <laughs> flashbacks. Like getting that fucking trench now, but like um, no, or they'd like. No, have that's ridiculous. Because if a third man, the husband and the wife, like this wife towered over him, and that was part of the erotic appeal. Well, Bogart's not in that one, is he? Maybe that was an actor who was okay, comfortable with his... Joseph well, no, Cotton, he's, is he's it? He's not in that, but... Uh, uh, no, uh, third man, I can't remember the actors, but the thing was, like, the husband was, like, a short guy, his wife would tower over him. It's, like, incredibly erotic, the way they go about <laughs> each other. Well, we learn more about what makes FFF tick every day. <laughs> but, like, Orson Welles is in the third man, he plays Harry Lyme, the sort of villain of the piece. Fella called Lime, right? Fella yeah, called yeah. Lime, great movie. <laughs> yeah, love, love, love. Hey, don't tell me about the third man. I wrote one of my articles. You wrote the film. You wrote that film in a previous life. Come, come no, in the, like when I was in third <laughs> film, I like wrote F- an essay about FFF's third man. resume. It's just like it's like the third man, like the Maltese Falcon. These like forties Hollywood mm. classics, and then just like a period of inactivity. Then <laughs> Michael Richards, racist on stage diatribe, <laughs> and then <laughs> <Gapecast>. <laughs> uncredited, and then fast forward like Gapecast <laughs> fifteen years after that. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like James Dean faking his own death and then resurfacing on On Cinema like 15 yeah, yeah. years after the fight. <laughs> Insert the Eagles shitty song, James Dean. James Dean, James Dean, I know just what you mean. Yeah, sorry, I just saw like a Starmer Jimmy Savile article and it made me laugh out loud, largely because of uh, Monkey Returns uh, Fergie's... Uh, quote tweet of it, which I don't think I should be on the show. But shout out there. But yeah, no. It, what what's the Starmer Jimmy Savile news out today? Uh, he's again um, that Starmer used Savile as a scapegoat for his own crimes. Is that it? He's again, he's again held his silence <laughs> on his complicity in Savile's remaining a free man. Oh yeah, he was Probably. not. I don't told. know. I've not really read it, but that's something like that. It didn't Usually come is. across his desk. Like, he takes responsibility for everything that happened when he was DPP, especially all the good stuff. But yeah. he just all, didn't all, hear all anything about All the pedophile stuff was case. like a different office just for stuff that might attract bad publicity a decade down the line. He, he had nothing <laughs> to do with it. It's, it's funny, that. The labor, lead, the labor leader was unaware that a prosecutor had closed the case into him in 2009, nearly a year after he took over as DPP. Well, uh, Sounds legit. I believe him. <laughs> a, l- a likely fucking story. <laughs> Are people believing this shit? I mean, by the way, did any centrists even acknowledge the thing about him, like photoshopping, getting photoshopped by his people to look taller than his wife? Did, did any of them come up with a rationalisation about? No, well, I think they just blanked it. Um, regretfully, I this saw... is the kind of compromise that one must make in order to seize the levers of power. I saw Peace Lily doing a couple of like, "You are very sad." replies to people talking about it and that's that's it that's the only centrist engagement i've seen so none of them came up with any kind of explanation then of why it's cool and impressive to try and make yourself look shorter than your wife taller 
It would be quite <laughs> impressive if he made himself look shorter yeah. than her. I respect that. He was like, "That's the Chad move right there." Yeah, he's like, "I respect my wife so much." But I mean, shit, Paul Giamatti's character in Billions managed to make like uh, being uh, uh, submissive uh, <laughs> workers politically. Well, should we uh, watch some comedy? I like yes, to laugh. Yes, let's put on some Israeli comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the best yeah, yeah, kind. Love to laugh. <laughs> I, I've been counting the minutes since the last recording we did. Uh, it's all that keeps me going is the thought of more top Israeli comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you guys know, I am a fan of rap music. Have you ever thought, what if Israel had its own version of The Lonely Island? Oh, oh fantastic. I'm literally rubbing my hands fighting for this. Well, don't do that, because that's an anti-Semitic stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it more, then. <laughs> I'll that one. Take it more. <laughs> Definitely got to share that. Oh, we got to share the computer sound for this one, fellas. This is the oh, real right. deal. Just the fixed screen before you press play is already grossly offensive on <laughs> just, levels. Wow. Look at this idiot she's saying wow. fucking donate to Gaza. That's probably the, an actual building but the, Yeah, there's, there's a photo of an actual like destroyed building in the background that's not a false flag that's just them bragging about what they've done <laughs> Yeah, I noticed when I edited our last episode we kind of forgot to explain some of the visual shit on screen like subtitles and stuff when it wasn't in English so I'll try and be more conscious of that this time. At the bottom of the screen it says donate to Gaza www.hamas.com <laughs> Highly sophisticated Israeli humor here. Let's watch this then. Little fist saying free Palestine in the corner. Great. Wait. No, I said great. Oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That stupid misunderstanding is already funnier than anything this entire channel that we're about to watch has ever put out. Yeah, here we go. The children of Gaza are suffering. They have no food or medical supply. But you can help. Please open your heart and make a donation by clicking in the link below. Shukran. Let's pause that. So six, six, six people just donated. You get it? Because Palestine for fucking devil. Um, Any other jokes on screen here? No, the it's six, says, six, six. Just that it says now. give me now, but they've done it so lazily that they haven't photoshopped the bit next to it that just says start a GoFundMe. So they're actually <laughs> massively yeah. like, just like GoFundMe while still coming up with their own shit branded. That's amazing. <laughs> and God bless you. So what is this? Is this like the... oh, all, all the money's coming from France and 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 from oh, yeah. and from New York. What? Yeah, <laughs> money is going straight past Gaza to Qatar. So, what's happening on oh, screen yeah, here? Qatar, I think where you got like the rich Arabs sending money. Qatar is where the leadership of Hamas are allegedly based. So, the, well, yeah, really but all that, all I'm using It's just full of lazy also. visual shorthand for wealth. It looks like the intro sequence to like a bad Dragon's Den program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, this is this is sort of this is kind of a different era of hip hop. This is like early two thousands <laughs> bling rap. This, yeah, this is more like Fifty Cent. Yeah, I mean, there's a bit of flashing money about in like modern rap videos, but it's more kind of like a bunch of like very frail young guys drinking coffee syrup and waving guns about <laughs> but so it's so yeah we've got yeah stuff i like 
Yeah. Stuff I keep trying to get Jack Dawson to. Stuff we can relate to. (laughs) So you've got three Hamas leaders here. They're all wearing identical cream suits. Much like the Liverpool 1996 FA Cup final team. I'm sure that's a conscious reference there. It is, it is. They're trying to demonise them. Some um, people like that, you might. No, nobody here but... Oh, I'm not, I'm not making the jokes for you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> He's making an the artist. jokes for the, the real heads that have put up with no football jokes for like 20 episodes straight and just cling on for the really good one that drops to dead silence every time. <laughs> well, anyway, the Hamas fellas here... They're waving around money. They've got a suitcase full of money and other suitcases stuffed with money. It's just pouring out of the suitcases under there. Let's see what else the Hamas leadership are up to here. They've got a chandelier. They're basically in like a five-star hotel. Yeah. Gold table with just gold shit all over the table. Like a gold teapot, I think that is. Yeah. The deputy chairman of the Hamas political bureau here. I'm thinking like a member of Yakuza in the games. <laughs> right. And this guy is Khaled Mashal. He is the... Uh, it went to the screen here. Ismail Hanyeh, the chairman of the Hamas political bureau. Okay. And they're all worth billions, apparently, these guys. They're individually worth like yeah. four or five billion apiece. According to this video. I cannot believe... <laughs> it's in English. <laughs> Wait, go back a second. He was eating... Uh, what meat was he eating there? A huge steak. A giant steak oh, that he's, he's like eating on off a the fork, fork on, on one, a golden one go. fork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a golden fork and he's just got a big steak on it and he's just eating it out of his mouth. <laughs> Doesn't what? need a knife. No, no peppercorn sauce, nothing. They've got loads of teacups <laughs> on the table but they're all empty. <laughs> They, oh, we know, not, we know not, how like, residue. Well, they're apparently not, because they, they're not actually pouring any of that shit out of their golden teapot. So anyway, yeah, so <laughs> they're playing poker. They've got, like, on the screen behind them, they've got Al Jazeera playing images of all the fucked up shit in Gaza. But they're saying they don't really give a shit while they puff another cigar. Smoke cigars. What's that, Yaya? That's a FFF? Sorry, like, I, I, yeah, I always mistake you for Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good way to show you wealthy is to smoke cigars. Yeah. It's like, no, exactly. I, I like smoking cigars, but like, they're not that expensive. <laughs> well, I assume he's a Cuban because uh, global communism is powering him out. Yep. The room yeah. service wouldn't bring us lobsters! Israel hate like uh, popular uh, yeah. celebrities from other countries who don't. It's always Mir Khalifa. For some reason, it's always Mir Khalifa. Yeah, well, the, oh, just but... people who don't deep throat deep throat the Israeli state's cock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I bet that's not even the real Mir Khalifa there. <laughs> I think that's a fairly safe bet. She probably... Are these the real Hamas leaders? Hmm. Uh, yeah, good, good, good point. They're playing PlayStation now, by the way. Oh, <laughs> 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 
they're having a bath here, my people love the So hang on, like a verse ago they were trying to imply like... I love he's having a bath and there's also another guy by him. To get their gay. That's pretty gay. So but like, but if you're gay, guys, don't support Hamas. Even though these guys seem incredibly gay, but it seem <laughs> they seem like the gayest dudes in existence. If you are gay, do not sympathise with these guys. Like a verse ago, they were doing the sort of oh, all this stuff about them starving is a lie, and yeah. now they're like, oh yeah, they have no water, but but we do. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they can't get their attack line straight as to whether to acknowledge that they are actually starving the region of food, water, electricity, <laughs> as they very publicly bragged to the world they were going to do in advance of doing it. Exactly. He's got like a sports car, he just ordered me new wheels. Yeah, just in the suite. He's got a little dog. Like, you can't drive it out of there. Gar- it says on screen, yeah. Gaza weather bombed yeah, and cloudy. Like, <laughs> um, again, they're kind of acknowledging in a lot of ways that Israel is destroying the entire region and systematically killing and starving the people in it. Yeah. But like, some other Palestinians aren't there right now and are rich, so this is all fine. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. We've got to take out these guys in their five-star hotel in Qatar by bombing yeah. uh, Hamas. I see yeah, the logic ma- ma- Maybe there's a tunnel to their hotel room under a hospital, I don't know. Bombing Gaza, sorry, I just called Gaza <laughs> Hamas. Which is sort of the opposite <laughs> point to what we're trying to make. That's all right. That's the show funded. Hamas for is Gaza. Hamas is Gaza. Home of small homos. As we know, all babies in Gaza are Hamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the worst of the most vicious. As uh, Hat McCulloch in South Park said, when babies get together, they can be a, a, a vicious uh, mob. Like, uh, get all, baby. <laughs> but we have to free Hat. It's just that, you know, he killed 23 babies. Yeah, but it was in self-defense. Yeah! He killed 23 babies in self-defense? Hat was attacked maliciously and unprovoked by a gang of babies in West Town Park. When that many babies get together, they can be like piranha. Three eyewitnesses testify that if Hat hadn't killed those babies, they'd have killed him. Yeah! Yeah! Free Hat! Free Hat! All right, all right. Uh, Okay, so Gaza's sky is black. It's black, but Qatar is always funny. Fuck it's the Mossad! And they're just they're still counting money while they hide behind the door because they think Mossad's there. Yeah. Is the Mossad there to plant a bomb like it's uh... yeah. <laughs> He's got gold teeth grills. Oh, yeah, we might get a sec, like, yeah, he's got new grills. Gold yeah, grills in his teeth like... saying free Gaza. So how are they both terrified of Mossad, but Mossad can't find them in, like, a five-star hotel? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where, where they're, they're just like, oh, those guys, they, like, knocked down a wall of the floor so that they could lift up a sports car on a conveyor belt <coughs> to have it in their hotel room. <laughs> Do you think those might be the uh, Hamas billionaires you're looking for? <laughs> Let's go. 
That's such a shit line. Put, put, well, yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> sign of wealth is you can afford Netflix. Netflix, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to see the kids. Yeah, a, a lie named squarely at your racist uncle on Facebook there. <laughs> Why are you on Facebook? 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 Van had it right. For once, being someone's least racist uncle. I don't know. Donate us money, he says. This chorus, they're just repeating shit. They're throwing money about in poker chips. They're playing poker with cards and with the pictures of kidnapped Israelis on them. They're like Israeli hostage posters, but in miniature. <laughs> I'm gonna screenshot that, like when the cushion. One of them's is. now got poker chips for eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take snapshot. Uh, yeah, maybe that would be better. <laughs> yeah. I've got shoes. Oh, so that 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 bitch who was pretending to be in Gaza, suffering at the start. Yeah, it was, a, it was a green screen photo of a demolished building that she... was a photo of a demolished building. Yeah. <laughs> I can't CGI that. That's just, but... she's not literally there, but it exists and we bombed it to shit. Like, so literally not really much what of a we point. would assume that this sketch was doing in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah, she is actually a crisis actor, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> We need more money. We need more money. <laughs> People of the world. Great stuff. Wonderful. So what do you think of that one then, guys? Flawless. Makes Israel look great. 100%. All right, let's already steamroll along to number two. I'm saving. So this is the thing. I don't know. I, th this stuff doesn't really. It doesn't seem like it plays to the conservative crowd per se, and it doesn't play to the leftist crowd. Who's it playing to? It's maybe it, playing unfunny... to people who aren't paying <laughs> much attention like, to the whole thing. The yeah. They want an excuse to be like, "Oh, both sides are bad. I don't really care about this." Mm -hmm. But how many people is that now, really? Yeah, but I was like thinking about the other day. Like, who's just scared to? It's like just people who are already blood rage it's basically geared to Mike and Rappaport and like that <laughs> well, we've already been out there oh he has been on this show but I will get to that don't want to ruin my big yeah, surprise yeah, yeah. for video number three so let's do this one this is a very funny sketch about rape with lots of funny rape jokes in it let's go yay Seven days after <laughs> yay. the October 7th massacre and amid criticism over its silence about sexual violence, <laughs> UN women issued a statement condemning Hamas. The official inquiry started today. The UN Women Organization was founded... So, <laughs> that woman on the left, I'm pretty sure, is the one who looks like Super Tansky, actually, she does. She is the one who was playing the BBC woman in all those sketches we did before. Yeah. 
And they're appalled by this. Excuse they're recoiling me, in horror. Excuse me, we don't speak like that to women anymore. Because you see these decadent Western progressives. They they're all talk, they talk about all these microaggressions and stuff. They talk. I about love that these... it pivots into a cancel culture as bad as well. Yeah, bit you, at the they end. talk about how like, <laughs> trivializing you can't, literally you can't sexually harass women in the workplace and all this <laughs> nonsense. This romance in the office is dead and all this shit. But then when it comes to barbarous non-white hordes ravaging pure all they had to do was stick to their stupid offensive one joke for another 10 seconds and keep their seething anger about not being able to sexually harass women in the street to one side for this particular sketch but they couldn't do that they couldn't do that they've now moved on to me too is disgraceful and you can't say anything to women anymore yeah, Kern was in the writer's room and he was just going into a spiral. It's like one minute he was talking about the West and Hamas lovers and then it was just like, and you, you can't say anything to women these days. Put that in. They're like, what? No, that, that wasn't related to the sketch, was it? Nah, this is gold. Put it all in there. Sir, Bars. it was a compliment. It's 2023. They have totally killed office romance. Okay, so so hang on. Do they have a live studio audience on this? What was that laughter there? Because that wasn't. You can't you can't just have in the background. Where's that come? They have totally killed office romance. No. Just just a little mild titter. <laughs> Why the have only, that at all? The only sound more tragic than studio audience not laughing at all. Yeah, he might as well have gone yeah. up there and said, uh, they, they had... like a mild titter, yeah. Might as... The mild, like, yeah, we've busted. We'll give it a clap. He might as well have said, was that just like the fucking cameraman clapping or something? He might as well have just said, <laughs> they have totally killed Ofris Romance. Please years clap. Ago, some dickheads on the Cook Them Bomb forums were devising a plan to get topical comedy they don't like cancelled by turning up to tapings dressed as like BNP louts and just going like ha 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 to all the most offensive jokes. They ended that sketch by the way with these women shivering as if traumatised yeah. by the experience of being complimented on their looks by um, by Jerry O. Hamas of the provisional so Hamas. So funny, so bad. It's two and a half minutes long that sketch and it couldn't keep a coherent line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could not go that length like, of time without completely... It kind of reminds me of like Bertie Rock but like the Sketches failed show. Yeah. In between all the good jokes. That is just like the deadest punchline, though. It's like, you know, that Monty, but you know how Monty Python didn't really do punchlines on the show, and then one of the few times they did was the Dirty Fork sketch, where they closed it with, It's a good job I didn't tell him about the dirty knife. And like when, like, Palin or whoever says it, he like says it with like total contempt, <laughs> like, we know this fucking yeah. sucks. You know, they're being irony bros. Proper lamp shaving, <laughs> yeah. But in this, they just come out with like a dirty knife punchline, purely, <laughs> sincerely. And I don't know if they've just. It just had, makes like... it seem like they're really angry about not being able to sexually harass women in the office. <laughs> yeah. like... And I don't know if they actually do have a live studio audience who have just been sitting in rapt silence throughout this sketch, just like. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is deadly serious cannot laugh at comedy sketch which yeah I mean I would understand if they were pretty silent throughout that sketch but where was that laughter coming from was it like a um, a, 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 pers- a person providing the food for the day like in the corner of the room like <laughs> the catering fucking hell it, deadest punchline I have heard in fucking <laughs> ever <laughs> and all around just like a shitty sketch as well and less fun to post about than the other ones due to the subject matter. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the last one I've got here, of why I do have another video that is not a sketch from Eretz Neres... Neres... Eretz... Uh, um... Uh, Eretz Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like how this immediately starts Hogwarts. Yeah. It's, it's showing a, yeah. a, a Hogwarts-style yeah. school, and it's playing a sort of WCW copyright knockoff of the Harry Potter thing. But it <laughs> yeah. still feels the oh, need shit. to like caption it with Hogwarts School of Witchcraft point, like, and Wizardry, because they think all of their viewers are At some point, we need to play Jack and WCW knockoff rock songs and games. Oh my god, yes. 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 They can't just put Hogwarts here, by the way. No one would just recognise that. They'd be like... Yeah, what, what's a Hogwarts? Uh, <laughs> oh, when a hog has Hogwarts? warts, you should put it down. <laughs> okay, so let's go. <laughs> Wait till you see the casting in this thing. I mean, I already spoiled it earlier, but still, the shit is unbelievable. <laughs> Honourable members of the faculty, we summon you here today to address the issue of anti-mudbloodism... Yo, what it is, people, this fucking Dumbledore, your man, <laughs> like, <laughs> fat voice ringing any bells for you folks at home? Yes, this man who's most famous for saying the N-word a lot in a Spike Lee film. <laughs> so, I was listening to an episode of Talib Kweli's podcast recently where he was talking to a young woman whose name I forget, but she's involved in palestine activism and one of the things they were talking about was he mentioned his longtime friend michael rapaport <laughs> and he was talking about michael rapaport playing that nazi in the 1995 film higher learning by john singleton he was like of course michael was so good in that film i had to ask him i was like yo man you got scarily into that and talib cl- clarified qualified <laughs> he was like of course that's the furthest thing from what michael actually is and what i noticed was talib's guest did not respond in any way to this statement she didn't dispute it but there was no laugh there was no murmur of agreement it felt almost like she was thinking really i don't know i think there are people who are further from that character yeah. <laughs> than big mikey rapaport so yeah as we established earlier he's in Israel. He's been in Israel longer than Seinfeld has. He touched down to hang out with Lee Kern a little while ago, and now he has finally made his Eretz never his debut in the big time now. on this show. It is Magnum Opus, if you will. This is a guy who has worked with the great directors. Spike Lee... <laughs> I'm forgetting the other directors he's worked with. Uh, I just did a bit of research into this, and in Michael Rappaport's defence, he also appeared in Clint Eastwood's Sully and has worked with Woody Allen at least three times. If you want someone to say the M-word a lot, yeah, you get Michael Rappaport. (laughs) You call up Mike. (laughs) He's like, yo, I'm your man, dog. 
So here he is playing. Yo, I, man, I used to rap. Yeah, he used to, to rap under milk. the name. The name's White Mike and Milk. <laughs> so let's uh, let's watch a bit more of him here. In Hogwarts, you guys Hogwarts. are all professors, which means you're smart. So this shouldn't take long. Let's start with you, Professor McGonagall. Does advocating <laughs> fucking her again? I mean, okay, the makeup is pretty good. Yeah. There, she looks kind of like Maggie Smith in Harry Potter, but I'm sure she's going to give a a typically awful the exact same performance she's done in all the other sketches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, she'll get to dig out her English accent again. Oh fuck! I hope not. Oh, thank God. Oh, she should do a if Welsh she one. If she attempts a Scottish accent. I'm oh just, yeah, I'm, of course. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just I'm just logging off the stream. Like oh, that's me done. <laughs> yeah, McGonagall's not English, is she? Okay, let's watch more of this. Just advocating for the genocide of mudblood. So this is about that fucking thing that happened. Yeah. With the Can you explain this, yeah? Because it's some American bullshit. Well, they, yeah, didn't they bring a oh, bunch of college yeah. professors before Congress and grill them about free speech? And they wanted to be free speech maximalists. And so they were like, yeah, it's totally cool to say anything. It was a really gross position that they got them stuck in. Where, yeah, it's all like yeah. Republicans like... But it's the sort of thing that comes up every time you do beforehand. thought experiments around... Is it the Second Amendment the free speech one? Or the first uh, the second's the gun one. Yeah. The First Amendment's free yeah. speech. And it was one of the My two, idea right? of okay. free speech is the fucking... The Second Amendment's much more face. important. That's about but, guns. Yes, when I want to express myself... <laughs> 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 but like yeah any time anyone gets into any like philosophical thought experiment around the first amendment you always get down there like or oh, you have to let people say really horrible shit then yeah as we like and, to meet uh, in the previous episodes like, oh, the same sort of people Lord. that are usually driving those debates are suddenly like you let people say horrible shit that's appalling so they said that theoretically somebody could be allowed to like yeah. advocate for genocide of Jewish people or something, did they? Yeah, yeah I think so. It was not a great and, yeah. look. It, it was it was it was a terrible thing. Uh, they yeah. were too damn <laughs> to dig themselves out of that hole and said some stupid shit. Yeah, damn. See, I thought that what they said had been mischaracterized just from not actually. Well, I, I think it had a bit, but there was yeah. enough there to it that it's going to play really badly with everyone. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like how on RP we allow free speech, apart from FFF, when he says stuff. <laughs> no one's allowed that much free speech. You know, it depends how off piece they really go. Regarding <laughs> He's had a bit of free speech. Yeah, so they're talking about that, and so they're saying, can you advocate for the genocide of mudbloods at Hogwarts? That's what they're discussing here. Genocide of mudbloods? Violate the code of conduct on bullying and harassment in Gryffindor. It's a context-dependent decision, Fuck Professor me. Dumbledore. <laughs> Another great fucking me. voice, man. How is calling for the genocide of mudbloods not a violation of the rule? Now, now it's just Michael Rappaport getting angry. It's He's Michael not playing character. This is just him in one of his YouTube videos. Like, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Why don't you fucking tell me, you chumps? How fucking saying from a river to the sea, it's not a direct threat to murder like, me, Michael Rappaport. It's a context-dependent decision. time, but that's nothing to with being Jewish. It's just as annoying. I do as part of a long-standing rap beef. It's a sort of East Coast, West Coast thing. You, Professor McGonagall, aren't you supposed to be one of the good guys in this story? You're telling me that calling for genocide is dependent on the context? Oh, yes. Context 
It's a new spell that makes everything that's wrong right. Context. What a freaking witch. Okay, moving on to you, Professor Sprout. Does advocating for the genocide of mudbloods violate... Doesn't Miriam Margoyles play Professor Sprout? I think so. Harry Potter. Yeah, they're not no. going to get her for this, are they? No. <laughs> hey, Miriam. Puts down the phone straight away. Played the Hufflepuff code on harassment. Answer me yes or no. To yes or no question. So answer me yes or no. This is yes just a limmy bet, but no. like, completely misread the whole thing and inverted it. You're not supposed to sympathize with the person going yes or no, yes or no. <laughs> Wait a minute, are, 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 you, are you okay? Did, did you become mental? Are you mentally capable? How is that not harassment? Are you, are you become mental? Are you mentally capable? You say you say that Low End Theory is a better album than Midnight Marauders. You fucking chump. I mean, this, like, I bet he's not even he's using so a script cold. here. Yeah, he's so curtly, he won't even use the, the R words that I use all the time and get bleeped for. Well, it's just his surname, isn't it? Haha. <laughs> well, if speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment, yes. Okay, well, this is a very easy question. Hey, this is not the rules of Quidditch here. You're telling me that calling for the genocide of mudbloods is not bullying or harassment? That's what you're telling me? Well, it's just words, not even the N-word. When they start... <laughs> <-F> <laughs> <laughs> I love that including that because, like, my thought is the most famous yeah. user of the N-word of all white race. I think even he insisted on that line being written in. He was doing all right in Hollywood, but then one day... In 2005, he saw a legendary comedian called Michael Richards perform in a club and he thought, comedy, that's what I want to do with my life. Killing mudblood, then yes, that would be harassment. And if they kill all of them, it's classified as bullying and we might take action, depending on the context. There hasn't been a joke yeah. in this for like the whole two minutes. It's just been, apart from Michael Rappaport going, you fucking idiot! <laughs> it's basically an episode of Gatecast, man. Where we get two minutes <laughs> in before was the first joke. Not my favourite episodes. Merlin's fucking beard. <laughs> Again, it's just like the reaction is just Michael Rappaport going, I, you fucking, the fucking. <laughs> yeah, fucking, I work with Spike Lee. Just oh, you goddamn like the... whole ass bitch. I used to rap, I used to be called Bill. They're just 100% reliant okay, on Mr. Like, Snape. What's New that? York Dumbledore, and that's all they've got. Like That's the only comedy device they're even trying. They have subtitled... He says Mr. Snape, but they have subtitled it as Professor Snape here. More Israeli J.K. Rowling, famously protective of the brand. She'd suit up the fuck if they didn't correct them. I think I can already guess your opinion on the matter. Well, I'm the more complex character here. On the one hand, as a slithering professor, I do have some feelings against them. But on the other hand, as a half-blood myself, I think calling for the genocide is perfectly all right. Uh, you, you know what you are? You are a self Hating mudblood, which is the Again, worst kind of. Not... I do love it, like when people are like, doing satire and we get so annoyed they can't do yeah, satire. Yeah, this is turning into an accidental attack on the dubiousness of J.K. Rowling's original material. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up here, you hating ass wizard bitch! 
I'ma tell you straight, ho. Fucking anti-Semitism is whack, dog. Mud blood. I prefer the term half blood. Having myself in the fucking head. Whoa, whoa. What Hang happened on. to they, you so, all? so they're using specifically in this sketch. They're using mud bloods as an analogy for the Jewish people. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're a self-hating mud blood. No, I'm a half-mudblood, a half-blood, I'm half-Jewish. They're getting across points about how half-Jewish people aren't really Jewish and stuff in the comedy sketch they're putting out to the world. They've not got a clue what they're even attempting here. Yeah, they're, you yeah. know, getting big into the blood purity thing there. They might as well yeah. just end the sketch with a Monty Python-style non-punchline where, like, the IDF come in, in, <laughs> inspector just comes through and, like, squirts his big hose of cum all over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Don't give Kearney ideas. People literally have no sense of humour, like the one you played on before and this one. They don't understand how jokes work, apart from like the basic crunch, the technical skill of it. They've got like some real like nerdy soy banter shit where they start like expressing opinions on the Saturday Night Live. On the Harry Potter books, I mean, but it's the kind of thing they would do on Saturday Night Live or on John Oliver, where yeah. John Oliver would be like, <laughs> By the way, we all know that the best character in fucking Euphoria is like, <laughs> it's like, fuck <laughs> off, man. Yeah, you it's didn't just, write just like, that. You, oh, you raise it high ground, you be a bit arch. And it's like, that's not how to tell a joke. Me and Jack know. The way to tell a joke oh, is you yeah. basically find a good joke in 30 Rock and you repeat it. <laughs> over <laughs> and over again. And then he says, I left you in book six, which, by the way, was the best one. Which, by the way, was the best fucking... one. It's like, yeah, this is a debate that we're having, you know, in the culture. But it is, you know, it's that soy, like, fan service yeah. bullshit. It's just like, oh, these are popular books. Let's throw in a thing of like, oh, the, oh, my favorite. Harry Potter fan. So are we who wrote this sketch. Yeah, yeah we get you. We <laughs> love it. Yeah, but we... popular books, but also like popular books for kids. Yeah, well, you know, that's Michael Rappaport's reading age, isn't it? Probably roughly. I mean, I've not read the books at all and, and never will. Yeah, well, it's kind of reassuring isn't, isn't, to isn't know Michael... The whole thing is that after about book three or four, each one was double the length of the last one and she just fucked the editors entirely. And yeah. Shit. Since I'm pretty sure that he's improvising most of his dialogue, like, it's actually kind of reassuring to know that Michael Rappaport can read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Have the dark forces... Penetrated the castle walls. <laughs> Great line delivery. Yeah, get him an off the stage. Who must walls? What, what are those things that are for the fucking houses? The fucking they all got the meat on each side. Pick up that fucking tumbling down the fucking what the, the fucking what are they called ceilings? No fuck. God damn it! It does make sense, like, the only book Mike Rappel has read is Harry Potter. I don't know, is there a <laughs> Jay-Z decoded or something? <laughs> like... <laughs> Maybe. Yes! The Qataris! Qatar again. How much are they paying you? Oh, they shit dollars on us. Give me a figure, like, well, just give me something. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh well, well, why didn't you just say that from the start? I mean, for that kind of money, I'd say fuck all the mudbloods myself and the Jews, too. And if you didn't get the metaphor, that's because you're as stupid as a Harvard 
Greg, get, get the subtitles back. Get the wall. subtitles back. Go back a few seconds there to the last line, man. My, Michael Rappaport getting all, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to yeah. take it any longer here. Turning <laughs> to the camera and being like, if you didn't get the subtitles with like the most sledgehammer comedy sketch that's <laughs> ever been recorded in human history. Like, if you didn't get the subtext, right. you're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. So the line after this, just on the subtitles. Keep an eye on the subtitles from here. I'll say all the fuck all the mudbloods myself. Myself and the Jews too. Next one. And the Jews. Oh, okay, you... so firstly, the, right, so. And if you didn't get the metaphor. Wrong. And then that's because you're as. Stu- like, <laughs> they spelled oh both God. metaphor and you're wrong. But all the actors speak English. This is their public language, just for us. Presumably not a first language, but they. they well, <laughs> Michael yeah. Rappaport is not a first language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, he <laughs> yeah, speaks so he doesn't have a first language. <laughs> he speaks A A V E. He speaks New York taxi driver as his first language. <laughs> he speaks the language of the streets, dog. <laughs> God, we wish he wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, That's because you're as stupid as a Harvard. Graduate. This- It'd be funny if they spelt Harvard wrong, like that little pump album, the Harvard graduate. You know, yeah. like, you're such a fucking hoe. That yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hearing is adjourned. Hearing is adjourned. Let's go get some shish kebab. <laughs> Another banger punchline. Alright, let's go get some shish kebab. Yeah. Why is that funny? Is because it's like we all like food. <laughs> Well, that's it anyway. That's that fucking sketch. I feel dumber for having experienced like, that more so <laughs> than like, I've seen part of a Harry Potter film. There's so many gatecast jokes. I feel stupid about writing, and it's like actually I'm not actually <laughs> writing them. No. <laughs> I actually no, I am smart. No, no gatecast is high art. All right, by, so I wasn't. By you default. know. I got one last clip. This is the longest one, but it's not actually from the show. However, <laughs> oh, it's football, it is called. I'm literally my hands again. It is. <laughs> he hasn't actually got a large beard or that many wrinkles. That's what you need to know. He's that. That was a disguise. The stealing wizard valor. <laughs> and this video is called "From the River to the What the." <laughs> 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 I, I can guarantee that's immediately funnier than anything so he's going to say. <laughs> it's just ignorant bullshit. Let's start here. Osama Bin Laden <laughs> is trending on social media because TikTokers, social media freaks, lowlifes <laughs> are trying to put in perspective the point of view of Osama Bin Laden. You're trying to rationalize and put in perspective Osama Bin Laden, why don't you go to the firehouses of New York City and talk to the firemen whose lives will never be the same because they lost their brothers, their co-workers, their friends whose lives will never be the same because they were down there. probably retired now, mate. It was 22 years ago. Yeah, I reckon all the cuts are because he says something to be effective. You punk ass bitch! Yeah, uh, yeah he probably doesn't say bitch. He says. <laughs> same, yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you cutting me. They're co workers, they're brothers, they're friends from the rubble. Why don't you TikTok? It sucks when people are like trapped under rubble and stuff. If there was a kind of situation where that was happening to like 
I don't know, uh, like a, around seven times the amount of people who died in 9-11 at the moment. That would be pretty rough. That'd be a tragic, man. Yeah. Go to the firehouses of New York and talk that to the firemen of New York. You wouldn't dare do it. You wouldn't dare fucking do it. Inspired by the actor Michael Rappaport, the kids online are playing a strange new game where they run <laughs> into New York firehouses and yell about their love of Osama Bin Laden. Like, when I, like, people like tell me, like, <laughs> I mean, there's people, a... like, tell me, oh, can we say that to my face? Like, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to particularly assault me for saying that? It's a dangerous challenge to put out there in the city where Nick Mullen lives. Like, <laughs> <laughs> someone's oh, going to oh, do yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Nick, there you got Adam Fiedler, there you got Stab. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is anything that has to do with Osama bin Laden terrorists trying to terrorists? Just throw that in there in case anyone doesn't realize you're talking about terrorists. We read and re understand Osama bin Laden's letter to America, his letter to America, and anybody that's trying to rationalize it at this point there's a lot of cuts in the audio yeah. where he he says the n-word no he's mostly saying fuck. Can't say fuck i said a couple of weeks ago on this podcast that nobody would dare rip down posters of hostages nobody would dare rip down posters of people that were missing after 9 why couldn't they put a cut there he completely like tripped over well, his words and had to repeat right, what he was saying for, for starters, right, putting up posters of people missing in 9-11 in New York where are they? Sense uh, because know. it's the city they live in and, and where people know them. That's true. That's true. Not the other side of the world, you daft bastard. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go to fucking Tel Aviv and put up posters there of people who are missing in the rubble of 9-11? <laughs> but I was wrong. They would do that now. These sick, wacky, radical left Freak! <laughs> like ah, five yeah. different cuts in a sentence there can, again. Can, there's can lots we, of racial slurs. Can, can, can we cut that and use that to like promote us? Use it as a sting and stuff. Oh, there's Sick another radical bit. Radical far left freaks. Yeah, that's good. But there's another that's bit us. I'll be cutting as well uh, okay. to use in future discussions of Michael Rappaport. Let's <laughs> keep going with Michael Rappaport. They would rationalize. They would rip down posters of. Missing the <laughs> oh, goddamn I'm fucking high. <laughs> people after 9-11. That these are sick, mentally ill self- <laughs> <laughs> sick, mentally ill. Like again, we've got to put that in our new rap report yeah. promo yeah. for the show. <laughs> yeah. Self-loathing mother Self-loathing I think that was motherfuckers. I yeah. That was uh, uh, it was uh, a racial slur beginning with M. It's the one they use in the Sopranos a lot. He, he, he got confused and just like <laughs> forgot K-Fabe and stuff and he said mudbloods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just so much fire material swirling about his head at the moment. Go to the families, the 3,000 plus families. Oh, 3,000. 3, that's, that's a lot. A lot. Damn. Yeah, fucking hell. Of mothers, fathers, loved ones that were killed by Osama bin Laden's terrorist attack and try to rationalize and discuss and reimagine the God. point of view of Osama bin Laden. Imagine Osama rationalizing bin Laden thousands and thousands of civilian deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to make some that serious would be awful. mental I see his contortions point, there, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to just notice his chain, by the way. <laughs> he's always rocking that chain. Bullet in the head. I wonder who he's rapping with that chain. He's like, I got this when I got signed by Rockefeller. <laughs> My album was never released for some reason. Piece of shit. Who cares about his point? Point of view you rationalize these people i was thinking today 
In prison, what do they do with rapists? It takes a dark turn here, by the way. Okay. They f*** them in the ass. Rapists get the Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment. Rapists get stabbed up, beaten up, raped, abused, extorted in prison because they're the bottom of the bottom. He literally just said that rapists get raped and that's good. Did did he go to prison, are you saying? No, this guy doesn't commit actual crimes, dude. He's a pussy. (laughs) No, but like he talks about like he was in prison. It's like, you never went to prison, mate. He's just talking about, because, you know, he's from a hood. He knows connected guys. Through kibbutz in Israel, raping, murdering, burning babies. Burning babies. And motherfuckers are trying to rationalize and understand them. I don't think Osama bin Laden was rampaging through kibbutzes, burning babies. Uh, No, he's moved on now. He he had a very good alibi on October the 7th, uh, last I saw. Yeah, he's in Serbia. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he got killed by John Cena. <laughs> the fuck is going on here? What is going on? Who am I? Where am I? I don't know what. what Who's president? <laughs> this from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, is being discussed as well. It doesn't mean this. It's 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 only a, a an impassioned cry for Palestinian people to be free. I was thinking, well. You know, people should start saying, well, you know, I say the N-word. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he should end it there. That's, it. That's the clip. That's his final point. <laughs> well, you know, people should start saying, well, you know, I say the N-word. What, what, what minute is that? You know, people oh, should start it. saying, well, fuck I'm it. white and I say the N-word. And I, well, you know, I say the N-word. You have to just, like, play it. Saying, well, you know, can, can, I say the N-word. Can we splice in here the Garth Crooks clip? You come from Connecticut and you're white and you try that nonsense, they'll kill you. You see, you know, you've got the West Coast niggas and the East Coast niggas. Now, I have to tell you, if you come from Connecticut and you're white and you try that that nonsense, they'll kill you. You know, I say the N-word. Start saying, well, you know, I say the N-word. I say the N-word. People should start saying, well, you know, I'm white and I say the N-word. People should start saying, well, you start saying, well, you know, I say the N-word. I'm white and I say the N-word. the N-word. I'm, I'm white and I say the N-word and I only say it because I love black people and I love the N-word. Well, you know, I say the N-word. I'm white and I say the N-word. Someone's on their way to Preston Station to sort this guy out right now. I say the N-word. <laughs> I'm white and I say the N-word. <laughs> I'm white and I say the N-word. Okay. I thought it was just a chain, but it's a he's got a Star of David chain around his neck. It's hip-hop Jewish style. <laughs> represent. <laughs> represent, represent. Song by famous Jewish rapper Nas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I've calmed down now, yeah. I'm white and I say the N word. <laughs> I say the N word. I'm white and I say the N word. And I okay, only let's... say it because I love black people and I know that black people call each other the N word. So, me as a white person, if I'm saying the N word, I'm only doing it as a sign of respect. I would love to see people try that. I would love to see people try that. 
Rashida! He's, by the way, he's pointing his index finger now rather than his middle <laughs> finger. He was just like giving the Bin Laden TikTok stands the middle finger for like the entire first half of the video. Whereas now he's turned his accusatory eye on you, the viewer. Yeah, he's just wildly oh, gesticulating with his finger now. To leave all these other people like, well, it doesn't mean that to me. Uh, it doesn't. What <laughs> like, <laughs> just so pissed off. I said, N word this, N word that. <laughs> Let's go back. Like, well, it doesn't mean that to me. Uh, it doesn't. What if I said, N word this, N word that? I said, N word this, N word that. I said, well, it doesn't mean that to me. You think that's going to stop me from, from me being canceled? Or from anybody else getting but their ass? You did that being and you're canceled? not canceled. Hell no! <laughs> yeah. The last five weeks, they're like, well, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. It doesn't mean that to me. It means that to us. It means that to the people of Israel. It means to Jewish people and the people of Israel, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. It means that you want to extinguish Israel. You want to come up with a new chant that's not as offensive? Come up with a new chant, a new slogan. Come up with a new jingle. That jingle is offensive. It's frightening. It means we need to cut that as well and use that yeah. after our of Israel and the jingle. That jingle is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be hard left freaks. I'm white and I say the N word. <laughs> Destruction of Israel. The extermination of all Jewish people from the river to the sea. You can't get from the river to the sea without going through Israel. Said it once, Israel's not going anywhere. So it might not mean that to you, but it means it means it to us, to Jewish people, and certainly to means to people. the people of Israel that you want to extinguish <laughs> it Israel. It means that to us, aging white b-boys from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't happening. Everybody's got an excuse for the terrorists. Everybody's got an excuse for the terrorist jingles. Everybody's got an excuse and under you want to try to understand rapists. There was just some guy got uh, convicted of rape in prison, in jail. He raped uh, a, a child, a five-year-old. He's being executed. No one's going, what, what, what was he thinking? What happened to him? What happened to him? Did someone take his land 75? Nobody's thinking that. <laughs> That's the end of the video. <laughs> Just like uh, by the, some some guy is a rapist and is going to prison and being executed for it. It's like, okay. It's like no one's complaining. Well, probably the guy's legal team and anti-death penalty advocates are complaining. <laughs> but that was a bit of an anticlimactic. Or no, I mean it was quite climactic. It was certainly building to a. Like, it's like right, it's me because I fucking lost. I like cried myself laughing at some bits. Yeah, <laughs> he, he completely lost his train of thought there at the end. Trying to rationalize and understand mass beaten up, raped, oh, abused oh, people to be free. I was thinking, well, you know, people should start saying, well, you know, I say the N word. <laughs> well, you know, I say the N word. I'm white and I say the n-word I'm white and I say the n-word I'm white and I say the n-word say the n-word people should start saying the n-word well you know I say well you know I say the n-word feels like this is my life now well you know I say the n-word I'm white and I say the n-word Jack will have this like this on a soundboard that would play it to me and he knows it's gonna make me laugh
<laughs> I fucking hate you, Jack. <laughs> Look at him holding up. No more, please. <laughs> holding up his hand at the camera like that's like the, the, the last shot of Michael Rappaport before her mask get him. <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> His last words. To, uh, my, wait, wait. Like, Michael it, it, Rappaport's last words to the Hamas terrorists who cornered him in the Eretz near a de- the television studio. I'm white and I say the N word. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got him on the show. They'd never heard of him before. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was his pitch. <laughs> I say the N word. <laughs> I'm white and I say the N word. Okay, okay, okay. You're okay. hired. Yeah. <laughs> Take another screenshot of him there. <laughs> okay right i can unshare screen now thank god yeah it's like you like have like talk about angle in like seven minutes and now that's all my head oh seven minutes shit yeah sorry we've got a different rich white person talking shit about the black people (laughs) (laughs) to talk about Yeah, because right. we're talking about Kurt Angle, aren't we, Grant? We are. Yeah, we are. There's, there's no point banging on about it because this episode isn't going to come out in the next two minutes. Yeah, but so. you could just you could plug <laughs> you could plug your stream quickly and tell everyone about your new collaborative I, project. I, I could, yeah. So we, we've done a few of them now. This is the third one we're doing at the time of recording, and there'll probably be a couple of weeks till the next one because of Christmas and the New Year. But we've been teaming up with Miras at Mark Does Red, who's been getting into wrestling recently off the back of our Real Politic episode from a few months back, where we bullied Jack into watching the Royal Rumble. That started an obsession with wrestling for him. (laughs) So we've been doing sporadic shows. So far, they've been alternating between Thursday and Friday nights. I think we're going to eventually do them on Thursday as a regular thing. But basically, we're taking a famous wrestler and just going yeah, over some of their, their classic and, uh, uh, Mike knows all the stuff and I'm just Steph commentary <laughs> oh, you, 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 in some jokes. ways you know more shit than me we, we sort of hit the bits each of us forgets it's good to have more than one expert on but really it's just watching loads of old matches and interviews with great wrestlers and some absurd shit as well and just having a chat about it and uh, if you've got any interest in wrestling whatsoever on any level you'll probably have a bit of fun with these particularly if it's a wrestler you like yeah and whilst i am not a host on the show i am working on sharing the audio of these guys streams on the real politic feed so if you if like me you find it annoying how many ads twitch videos have you should hopefully be able to listen to these conversations at your own luxury very yeah. soon. When they go live as well, I'll come up with at least a rough playlist of what videos we are watching. So you won't be able to sync it up perfectly, but you'll be able to be like, oh, this match they're banging on about for 40 minutes here. Here's where I can find it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good call. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to dash now. So Enjoy the stream, lads. Yeah, yeah. Happy Christmas, Jack. Yeah, happy Christmas, guys. Yeah. Peace and love. Merry Christmas, Jack. You know, I love you, man. Peace, man. Much love. Peace. Like a full scale, I was lifted up again. I was lifted up again.
Headed for a fall 